Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code TSFS. Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to ViaHemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I I say, look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And it's a good one. Chris Bassett from Real Housewives of Potomac is on. I know. Candace Dillard Bassett's husband. Oh, he's got so much tea. But today's show is brought to you by Skin Can Do. Brand new sponsor, thanks to you guys. By the way, uh, this is last call for my rates. Starting at just $99, $150, $350 packages. This is it. Last call because of the popular demand of my packages and the number of sponsors I have. I am no longer going to be able to offer these very, very low rates. So now until the end of this year, get on board. Email me, Show at gmail.com. If, in fact, you want to advertise your business, your podcast, or if you want to just like, you know, get a date and you want to put it on my show, the Sarah Fraser show at gmail.com. Skin Can Do. You can follow them on Instagram. She is amazing. Sarah D'Amelio is the owner. The company has been in business for 20 years and their products are outstanding. Talk about being in Harper's Bazaar, Washingtonian Magazine, every A-list magazine you can think of. Her products are truly organic. There is no fragrance and she is known to help people with extremely sensitive skin. 
That's right. If you have acne, if you get redness, if you're allergic to perfumes, Skin Can Do is the company you need to go see. You can use my code TSFS for 15% off your order. The holidays are here. Shop, shop, shop. Shop local. Shop woman-owned business. I love all that. And Sarah also does facials at her private studio located in Silver Spring, Maryland. They're by appointment only, and they're $150, a special rate for TSFS listeners. So check out Skin Can Do on Instagram and also buy those products. Use code TSFS for 15% off. All right, here's Chris Bassett from Real Housewives of Potomac. Oh my God, he's dishing it all. Okay, Chris Bassett is here. Truly the runaway star, really, of the Real Housewives of Potomac. I mean, Chris, like this was like your signature season. I mean, you need to be sitting next to Andy. (laughs) I don't know if I want that seat, but uh, you know, if I have that seat, I don't know what that says about me or, or everybody else on the cast. But yeah, this was a this was a weird season. It was really weird, but it was good. Okay, weird. How? Like, do you think has this been the most intense social media season? Even okay, last season we saw a little of you, but it was really like Candace and Monique in that fight. But this season, I don't know. It seems to be like a lot about you. Um, you know, obviously Mia's new to the show. People seem to be going nice. bananas. I mean, Candace will trend now for like three days on Twitter. I'm like. I love my yeah. girl Candace, but I mean, don't we have any other news? I mean, she'll trend now for three days. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And it, it, it's, you know, I guess. So for me, it was different because obviously with COVID, you know, we, we sold the restaurant. So I, I've been working from home. Like it's it's COVID was while it wasn't great for everybody. It was kind of a blessing for me. It just allowed me to be here. So, you know, I do all of my teaching from here, all my consulting stuff I can just do from home now. I don't have to, you know, be out in the restaurant or whatever, but um so i was just here a lot more for filming and they're like oh like they would send out the schedule and candace would have her stuff and i'm like sweet i'm not on the schedule today i'm just gonna be in my office working and they go oh chris you're here let's film and i'm like but i'm not on the schedule today to film and they're like oh but you're here it'll be fun and i'm like okay so and that's i mean that's how that worked out i was just here okay uh, what no no wait, I, I have like ten thousand questions for you because this, this is sure. recent so are you and Dorothy good? Because Dorothy tweeted, you know, you guys are fine. Um, then she tweeted something about you're looking for a job. Now, I mean, it sounds like you have a job. So what, once I saw that, I, I saw that and I, I just, I, I'm not looking for a job um, because I still have three other jobs. Um, and I've actually got, uh, I guess I could probably say this now, but um, I've been approached by Matt Apron. Uh, it's a, a meal delivery service. So a lot of people have been asking where they can get my food. So if not December, by top of the year, you'll have a place where you can go and buy my food and ship it and send it to you. So no, I'm not looking for for a job. I have jobs. Um, As far as her and I go, look, it's my mother-in-law. I love her. Um, But we, we, I mean, we haven't spoken since the last time she was here, but that's not, that's not anything new. Like we don't, I don't talk on the phone with her. That's, that's her and Candace do that. Right. No. So, oh, I mean, so it sounds like things are, you know, they're, they're like they always were, right? So, I mean, it's like, you're not going to, yeah. you guys aren't like besties. You're not going to call her all the time. But obviously, Candace and Dorothy are still close and that's fine with sure. you. She'll be here next week for Thanksgiving in our home. Oh, well, perfect. Okay. So, so then are you nervous about that or it's perfectly fine? I'm, I'm not nervous. I mean, this is my home. I feel comfortable here. Um, I mean, are we, whatever it, it's. She's going to get here. I'll probably carry her bags in from the car. Like I'll, Actually, I won't because we'll be, Candace and I will be in Florida. We're going to visit my kids um, this coming weekend before Thanksgiving because they spend Thanksgiving with their mom. So we'll be down visiting them and she'll get here 
because uh, Kent's sister is staying with us for a few months because that whole generational wealth thing that everybody Candace crap for for building a house, well, her mom's now building her, her sister a house. And while she's waiting for that to be done, she's living with us. So, <laughs> so Dorothy is now building her sister a house where in the DC area? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right? yeah, in, in, the, in the National Harbor. Okay. Where, right where we had our place. She's getting one of the, the new ones that's being built right now. So yeah. So she's living there. And what, does Dorothy still have a cutout in your in your house in one in the get in Dorothy's room? Of course. It's still there. She loves that thing. I so love, it's there. I love how you live. Um, okay, wait, we gotta we gotta talk about Listen. I mean, you are you're really the true salt bay. I mean, you know, you well, get, describe this video. I swear to God, I wanted this to go even more viral. But you do a video where you talk to people about cleaning their cast iron, which I, I have cast iron. And you must have poured like a half a pound of salt in there. And then like, I don't know what yeah. you did. Do you put it on the stove? Tell me. I mean, that was the craziest thing. I love that. Yeah. So, this, I mean, this is how we do it in the restaurant because like, we have an abundance of salt, right? And, and the worst thing for your cast iron is water because water creates rust. And yes, you can certainly wash it out, put it on the stove to get that excess water, put some oil in there, throw it in the oven. And, but you know, for me, I, I use it a lot. Um, and if I've just like, see, so for that reason, I used a lot that time because I was frying some stuff. So the oil level was high. But if I just was like searing a steak like or, or chicken or whatever I'm cooking, I'll just put a little bit on the bottom and that salt just soaks up all the oil and the grease. So I cook it for like 15 minutes, scrape everything up, dump the salt into the trash can and then wipe it out with a paper towel and I'm ready to go. It's good to go. I hit it with a little oil to coat it back down, but I was shocked that it got so many views on TikTok. I was like, no one's ever heard of this, but there was a few people that liked it. Were people giving you so much shit for that? Like, dude, why that much salt? Yeah. Yeah. Oh oh my God. And, And I'm like, salt's cheap. It's not expensive, but whatever. You don't have to clean it that way. Sometimes I do. Sometimes after I've used it for a few times, yeah, I'm going to give it a good scrub and I'm going to do that whole seasoning process again. But everybody has a problem with everything. It doesn't matter. I can sit there and look outside. Oh my God, it's a beautiful sunny day today. Oh my God, it's 50 degrees. What are you talking about? You're crazy. It's like, I don't know. What do, you, what do you do? Okay, I'm still going to post what I want. So how are you and Candace doing? I mean, I, I feel like this season you guys are kind of bona fide celebrities. We did see a lot of you. I want to ask you an update about you and Michael Darby. But um, how are you guys navigating it? You you know, you just got back from Jamaica. You said a couple recognized you there. Are So are things okay? Are, are you guys still enjoying this experience? Um, She is. Me, I, you know, this was never for me. Like I never, the fact that I'm sitting here doing an interview with you is even really surreal to me. Like what the, what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm just a guy on a show. Right. But, but I understand the process and, and things that have happened and, you know, you kind of have to embrace those things. And, and I, and I, all, my answer has always been the same since season one. It's mostly fun. Right. I can enjoy the good stuff. Um, and, and I enjoy that, uh, you know, as far as I don't like to take pictures, but, you know, people are fans and we're only important because they watch it. So I, I take the pictures, but some days it's annoying. And this is like, leave me alone. You know, I yeah. just want to be in my office doing my thing, being quiet. And, and it's it's weird, you know, to, to see your life scrutinized in, in a way on a show where you really have no control over it. And, and so that's uh, it can be frustrating at times, but I'm, you know, I'm learning. I'm still not the best, but I'm learning to just brush the shoulder off and, and let it go. But, you know, what was the most frustrating part of this season for you? 
Uh, the most frustrating part for me was probably just the, the misconception of me being Candace's manager. Um, ah, okay. Because I'm not like I'm, I'm Candace's manager as a person. I don't manage her career. I don't have anything like I don't make the decisions on what she does, what she spends, what, you know, any of that stuff. I'm just I'm really here for the moral support of it all. And, and so for Candace, who right now, right, she's she's obviously on the Housewives. She's got a great album, Deep Space. It's so that. good. And by um, the way, she was just on Kelly Clarkson yesterday doing Drive Back, which right. was amazing. What did you think? I know. Were you impressed? I thought her performance was great. Oh, yeah. I, I loved it. I like the live version that, that they've done to kind of, you know, change it up from the original version. I thought it was awesome. It was great. Um, but so, yes, yeah, so she's got music. She's She's got the show. She's doing acting. She has her three businesses. She is um, in school right now, getting her MBA. She's the vice president of the National Women of Achievement PG County chapter. So she's busy. She's up late, so she sleeps late. And so sometimes people have business that, that operates between nine and five, not, you know, five and 10 at night. So, um, you know, I answer a lot of emails and I'll get information from her. She doesn't, she's very, she's like an introverted extrovert, right? She doesn't like to go out a lot. Um, but yeah, she's in, in this public space, right? So she doesn't like to talk on the phone a lot. She doesn't like when she gets a barrage of text messages and emails and people need to be paid and people need this. And so yeah, I facilitate things and say, Hey, this is what needs to be done today. These people are asking for whatever. So that's the extent of, of what I do. So it's very, it was frustrating to see it be, Oh, Chris is Candace's manager. He quit his job to be her manager. Uh, he just wants to live off her coattails. And it's like, no, I, I do this for free because I have time to just answer some emails throughout the day. I don't. And so nobody wanted to grasp that concept. So that was the frustrating part. Yeah, because I think what people don't realize about your relationship, like obviously I've known you guys locally forever. So I'm assuming, you know, you both you and Candace probably brought equal money or, you know, kind of finances to the table, right? You had a very successful business until, you know, pandemic hit yeah. and everything. So it was kind of strange, this like turn of like you're living off Candace. Yeah, I mean, and I think it stems back to our very first season. You know, she was in her confessional and she made a comment about, how she grew up in a country club and I didn't, which is very true, but country club does not equate financial status, right? My family, I was very, very okay growing up. Um, and and like I said, my friends, when, when they catch some of these stuff, they're like, what are they talking about? You don't have a job. Like I've never known you to not have any less than two jobs at a time. Like, yeah, I'm a serial worker. Like that was the problem in my first two relationships is, is that, I focus everything on work. And I feel that as long as I'm bringing money to the table, that absolves me of all responsibilities in the home because I am being financially supported. That's why they didn't work out. So I had to relearn that thing. But yeah, no, I, <laughs> Candace is the type of person that if I was not contributing financially, I would be the one living in a tent under the bridge. And I think I say that at the reunion too, coming up um, whenever the husband's coming out. I was like, what do, you, what do you guys think? She found me homeless and, and under the bridge in a tent, like, Oh, I'm going to save this guy. Come with me. I had a whole family in a house before she met me. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. Your kids. I mean, because your kids must be what? Like 16 and like 13? Your two oldest? I mean, you. Um, 12, 12 and 9. 12 and nine. Okay. So a little bit, I was like a little off, but, um, but okay. Talk to me about, you know, I, I thought it was fascinating and I don't know if you felt this was like 
shitty for, on your end or not. But it seems like Michael Darby, right? Like they've backed away, right? Like Michael Juan, like they don't seem like they even want to be on the show anymore. And yet, and then they right. sort of like clamored onto you and Mia's husband, right? I mean, that was, and a little yeah. bit of Wendy's husband, right? We see Wendy's husband. So um, t- t- like, have you and Michael ever spoken like since filming the show, since season six, like filming? That's the one we just read. No, after like, I don't, so here's the thing. When I came on the show, um, I, like I said, I'm, I wasn't asking anybody for phone numbers, right? That I, I figured that, look, you guys are on the show. Show me what to do. You know, give me your phone number. Let me, and that never happened from anybody. And, and that's fine. I mean, I, whatever, you know, everybody is their own person, whatever, but that's how I felt. So I made sure Eddie's first season gave him my number. Dre, who we saw a little bit of a scholar's husband gave him my numbers. Like guys, you ever have anything. And this year before the reunion, I made sure I talked to G and I was like, Hey, this is what you should expect, man. Just have some fun with it. Whatever. Um, Michael and I just, for whatever reason, never got on that sort of same page. It just, I don't know. I, I don't know the reason why I it's, it's really like, I don't hold grudges. That's not my personality. I can really care less. Like even go back to season five and the little mix up he and I had um, at, at Juan and Robbins thing. Like, I was over it in five minutes. Juan came out and talked to me, and I was ready to go back in and continue the party. But everyone was like, oh, well, we're getting ready to close it up. Let's just call it a day. And I'm like, okay, fine. And then so fast forward to Ray and Karen's vow renewal, and we get there, and, and Juan gets there first. Uh, I mean, I'm already there, but Juan gets there before Michael. He comes up to me. He's like, hey, you know, you're my boy, and Michael's my boy. Um, you know, do you think you guys can squash this beef? And I was like, yeah, like, I don't really care. Like I'm over it. It doesn't mean anything to me. I haven't seen him since that event, but I could care less. And, and, and I, I mean, it's like every time we had an all cast event this season, it was a question it was like, Oh, what if Michael's there? Okay. Then Michael's there. Like I could care. I really don't care. Like if he wants to be cool, cool. If he doesn't, that's also okay. I don't, I don't need to speak to him. It's okay. And, and so when we got there, um, we started trying to talk and it was just like, he just wanted me to apologize to him with zero acknowledgement of anything that happened. And my only, I, I, I didn't want an apology. I don't need an apology. We can just say, you know what? What happened happened. Let's just focus on the women and move on. And, and we talked off camera briefly, um, you know, after everything wrapped and, and whatnot. And, to be honest, I mean, I don't know where we stand. And, and it's not something that weighs on me. It's not something that I think about daily. I, I really could care less. If we go to an event off camera or on camera, it doesn't matter. Because he's like, hey, Chris, what's going on? Hey, man, how are you doing? It's cool. If he says nothing, it's also cool. You're good either way. What about your relationship with Juan? Are you actually close with any of the other guys? I mean, obviously you extended, you know, your phone number to help out the newcoming guys. But like, are you like, do you and Candace legit hang out with any of the couples like when you're not filming? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Eddie and I are probably the closest. We talk all the time on social media. Um, I mean, they live and text message and whenever, but they live farther out. So we've been trying to get together for months. It just hasn't really worked out. Um, you know, Candace, we've had Giselle and Robin over to the new house a few times. Um, Juan, obviously very busy with basketball. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't talk to Juan a lot, yeah. but I don't talk to Ray a lot or, or even Dre a lot. Dre's super busy with, with in the music industry and what he does, but it's always cool when we're together. So if we can make it and link up, it's cool. If not, you know, whatever. And what was it's your, that simple. 
Oh, what was your take, though? I mean, it does seem like Juan and Michael are stepping away. I mean, they sort of seem like they, they really don't want to. I mean, we hardly saw Michael. We didn't even see Juan, really. And we really don't get any update. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think they're any closer to getting married, um, you know, or you guys. I mean, I was kind of hoping for this bachelor party, you know? I mean, like the hangover style. Yeah. And and here's the thing with, with Michael and Juan, right? Um Juan's super busy. I can't. I can't imagine being a Division One basketball coach, right? You, you have your whole season, which you know is is from they start preseason in October and they play all the way. You know, depending they make it into the tournament, they're playing almost to April, right? So that's a huge chunk of the year. But then you get a little break, and then not, now you're recruiting, right, for the next year. So you're on recruiting trips. So I don't, you know, Juan, whatever. And and to be honest, I don't blame Michael for not really wanting to be around as much anymore. Every all the shit that he's had to take over the last few years. I'd probably be the same way, right? Yeah. I mean, now is that some brought on himself? Maybe. I mean, you put yourself in positions, but again, going out to a bar and just because a girl is next to you while you're at the bar and someone snaps a picture doesn't equate to cheating, but just not be around that. I, I don't blame him at all, but it causes, I don't want to say it causes a problem, but take New Jersey housewives, for instance, right? Those guys are so close knit and they just have a good time and yeah. now they're getting you know their own scenes and they're going out and doing fun things and stuff like that and so it would be cool to do that i think we have the dynamic within the group that that we could actually do that um chris bassett bringing the men together look at you look at you you and michael tr- darby in vegas becoming bro- like blood brothers i mean it will just like, <laughs> like it will just like- one one step at a time one step at a time right i see um, the re- but no i mean you're extending the olive branch he likes to go out and have a good time. Yeah. I like to go out and have a good time. I mean, that's like, I guess that could be a building block. Sure. But whatever. I mean, I don't know that either one of us are going to be, the, it would have to be one of the other husbands to like bring it all together and and we could go. I mean, let's just say if I, if I set it up, I mean, I would certainly invite him if I was inviting all the husbands, but it would be up to him to, to want to make that decision to come or not. But like, I'm, like I said, I'm so, I think this is what makes people angry a lot on the show too, is that I'm just laid back. Like I really don't care. I'm just, there's a moment. It's cool. I'm over it. Let's move on. Um, How do you feel? Okay. You know, the the women, especially, okay, we're going to get part three, right? You guys are going to come out this Sunday, but this, this, you hope, right? You never know. It could be to be continued again. Then we don't come out. Actually, that's true. (laughs) You might not be until the fourth. Um, What's your take? Like when you and Candace are not on camera, what are your discussions? Cause you know, they really kind of went after Candace basically saying, you know, that she, she instigates these fights. She takes it way too far. So, you know, do you and Candace agree with that assessment? I mean, all the women came, like all the women and Andy were sort of like, you're too much. And it kind of almost insinuated, like, if you keep going, maybe you won't be on the show. I don't know. I kind of got that right. vibe. I, I got that vibe as well. But again, and I, I, I said this and I, I say it on my lives all the time. It's like, you don't get to be disrespectful and then tell me how far I went in return. Because and I say, if we look at this season, right, let's just focus on, on season six. In the beginning, Candace was the one trying to men, be the, uh, the mediator between Giselle and Karen, right? She was having fun and just, oh, you guys should do this. And then at the pajama party when they were selling the townhouse, everybody was getting on Mia and, and she was there for Mia. Guys, let's give her a chance. She even went so far as to put her friend Wendy in the outhouse in Williamsburg so that Mia could get to know some of the people in the group. And she was just having fun and going along and, you know, just trying to be fun. 
And then it wasn't until someone disrespected her and, and her like music, that's her passion. It's what she loves. Yeah. And, and somebody decided to attack that. And you're going to be mad because she said your mama. Quick pause to thank a couple of our sponsors. It is also the last call for Dr. Will. Dr. Will Neem is a top fibroid doctor in the D.C. area, and he wants to help you treat your fibroids. Email me because he's giving out two free consultations. The consultations have been super hot in past months. If you're dealing with fibroids or you have a girlfriend or a sister, they could be impacting your periods, long periods, heavy periods, bloating, and they could impact too if you are trying to get pregnant. Don't wait on that. If you've had fibroids in the past or if you suspect you do because of those symptoms of heavy periods, long periods. Email me, the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. I will introduce you to Dr. Neem. He has three locations in Maryland, in Rockville, Germantown, and in Frederick. They accept almost all insurance, but again, this consultation opportunity is for a limited time with only two spots, and you don't have to worry about insurance. The Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. While you're OBGYN, you might love and adore, like I do mine. Uh, they don't always know all the treatments for fibroids, and sometimes their treatments don't work. But uterine fibroid embolization is in a procedure that has been around for 20 years, and it's Dr. Will's specialty. It's a low downtime surgical procedure where they go in through your wrist and they like shrink your fibroids. Look, it's amazing and it's science, and I don't know anything about it, but I do know free consultations. Email the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. Our Town Audio Podcast Studio. Are you and your girlfriends thinking, you know what? Everybody says we're a podcast. It's time to launch one. Our Town Audio is a private studio located in Northwest DC off Massachusetts Avenue, and they produce corporate podcasts for companies like Goodwill and realtors around the DMV area and beyond. OurTownAudio.com is the website. You can email them to schedule an appointment. They are $100 an hour to rent their studio space, and they'll also give you a quote if you, your nonprofit, would like a corporate podcast. That's when they do everything for you. They book guests, they edit, they record, they help you show prep, they help you ask the questions and brainstorm what you want to get out of your podcast. So whether it's for a private, your own show, or you're looking to do something on a bigger scale, Our Town Audio has got you. I love everybody. I've been to their studio and I adore them. OurTownAudio.com. Right? That, that, that's too far. You've got an STD and had a mental breakdown and you're not mentally strong enough to be in this group and your vagina's flapping in the wind. And this is, <laughs> your mama is too far. That doesn't make sense to me. And so, yeah, we do have the conversations. And while I, I have no problem with how she responds to people's disrespect, because she's never gone up to any of these women and been outright blunt, disrespectful for zero reason. Right? She never started any beef with anybody on the show. So I have no problem with how she responds. But we have the discussions where I'm like, yeah, I want her to reel it in a bit only because not because I, I disagree with how she handles it. It's because I know these women are going to sit up here and and the next chance they get and, and tell her that you took it too far and they're going to use it and gaslight the crap out of her and, and and use their little dog whistles on social media and whatever they do to blame her and it's like you know it's it's kind of it's it's frustrating because you know they had the colorism issue that they've been talking about last two reunions on yeah, the show yeah, I was gonna... and if you go back and yeah if you go back and watch season five reunion and the colorism question was brought up Robin and Giselle, if I'm not mistaken, both said, yes, there is. Fast forward to this reunion and it gets brought up again. And they say, no, there's not. But we use certain words when we describe Candace and Wendy and the scholar's behavior versus other words that aren't used for, for the other women on the show, right? 
I mean, I don't know that we want to get into that on this, but (laughs) we talk about all of these things. You know what? That one's like a hard one. You know, Candace, all the women live it, right? So it's a hard one for me as somebody white to kind of, you know, you can't, exactly. put, you can't put yourself in their shoes, right? So, so, um, yeah, you know, Candace brought up other examples. They, they seem to think differently this season, um, you know, and, and it, it, there is a lot of color talk, you know, um, I guess yeah. good or bad, you know, I mean, People have a lot of judgments about that. And then um, Candace's white privilege comment to you and Michael. And, you know, you are kind of like, okay, maybe we shouldn't bring that in. Uh, but, you know, I mean, it seems like they're just kind of trying to figure it all out. But but your take is... They, that, they are. Yeah. It's, it's, all, like I said, it's all a mess at the end of the day, right? Uh, yeah. How ironic. I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delaney Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of are youth travel sports ruining families? Well, Dr. John Delaney has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delaney walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delaney show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delaney podcast. Enjoy. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. 
FS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Hero Breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, That's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. (laughs) Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I don't know. Right. But it's it's funny that, that we have two white people here talking about colorism. I mean, it's probably like, you know, if we were sitting here, it's, it's like, right, ask a light-skinned light person about colorism is like asking a white person about white privilege, right? Half of us are going to say, yeah, it exists, and the other half will be like, I've no such thing. I grew up in a trailer and it was poor too. Where's my privilege? But it's not always as definitive as that. There are nuances. There's there's more to it. And, and I get, look, I'm not going to say it's all colorism. It's not. That, that would be stupid to say, but, but there are elements. There are certain, like, you, you can't roll up in, in somebody's restaurant in their face and talk about how you're going to kick their ass. And somebody said, well, she was upset and it was very rude of her. But then somebody who is not of that skin tone is yelling and screaming from across a table. And you're going to say that they're ferocious and aggressive, right? It, it, it's just the wording, the wording, the verbiage that gets used for certain people and doesn't. And what is okay for one person and is not okay for somebody else. So yeah. double, I mean, I've, I've seen people say, well, that's just a double standard. Sure, it is a double standard, but there's other factors that play here too. It is what it is, but they'll figure it out. They'll get it under control. Uh, do, sure. do you and Candace get the vibe that her job is in jeopardy? Like after, you know, film, obviously you guys already filmed the reunion. Um, you don't, you, you feel like she's, I, I mean, yeah, I think, I think all the women are great. Who knows? Back, but, Okay. You, I mean, yeah, I, I think that, you know, if, if I look at it objectively, I, I say that, you know, I can see why some people might not want her back, but I can also see why there are people who do want her back. I think personally that she'll be back. I think if you look at this season, I mean, so far the whole retire reunion has really been about Candace and Mia, right? I mean, that's all yes. we're really talking about. We haven't really talked about anything else. But then you look at her developing storyline, right? If we take the overarching storyline, she has so many things going on. I, I I don't see how they couldn't. But then again, if they decide they want to go in another direction, I could also see that too. But oh, you no, never she, know until you know. Okay. Uh, how were you guys, like the two of you as a couple, I mean, were you surprised at all the success she's had with the album? I mean, it, it seems like she, no. I mean, aside from Candy, she seems like a like Candy Burris in Atlanta. I mean, right, she right. seems like the only kind of housewife that's actually broken through with a legit music career. I mean, Kim Zolciak, Don't Be Tardy, was a legendary song. But I mean, you know what I mean? But it really, beyond that, it didn't go anywhere. Luann, I mean, Luann does kind of have a good, I guess, cabaret. Right, different going. different realm though, right? Here's different the whole realm. Different but, thing, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Candace seems like she's legit building a music career. I mean, is that your take? Like, 
when you guys aren't on camera? It seems like it's going well. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going very well. And, and to answer your first question, no, wasn't surprised at all. Like the very first time I heard her sing seven years ago, I was like, why aren't you a singer? Like, what? What's, oh, really? why aren't you doing this? And at the time she was like, well, you know, I don't, you know, the music industry, this and this, you know, they want to control everything. I just like to sing for fun. And now that we've gotten into like this, this, everything is now streams, right? I mean, sure, album sales, but nobody's selling actual albums the way they were. It's all streams. And you can be very independent and put out your own stuff. And yeah, she loves it. And she's going for it. And no, I, there's a lot more to come. Chris, how much, I mean, really the music industry, I think so much now is you have to invest so much of your own money. How much do you think you guys have spent on making Candace's career to this point? I mean, it, it has to be like thousands. I mean, hopefully Dorothy's paying I, I for have, that. <laughs> like, no, she's not paying for oh, that. That is, that is literally, that is literally all Candace. I have nothing to do with, I don't want to know because I'm, I'm like, I don't like to spend money. I'm like, look, let's, we need to, you know, keep, but this is something that she wants to do and that she's passionate about and she's very good at. Um, I only know when I need to know. So, so far I haven't really needed to know too much, but I, I like, just, I see the invoices come through. It's, it's, it's up there. It's up there. Um, I couldn't give you the exact number, but it's a lot. It's a lot. I bet. I bet. Because um, I mean, there's just so much, I mean, there's, there's styling, there's studio sessions, there's mixing mastering, there's producers, because it's not all the same producer. There's the songwriters. There's there's so many things we we've, we've done now. Well, we did drive back, the next one, drive the next back single and video that comes out in two weeks, and then the benefits video, which is our. I mean, we've done four videos. But so how do four you videos. make? How are you making money though now in the music? Is it just streams? I mean, you get play, you get you get money right for these streams. Yeah, okay, so she's yeah. making money so, that way. Yeah, yeah. Streams, radio play. Um, then obviously with the YouTube channel, there's those the videos that are up there. So, you know, you get some of those ad dollars coming in from YouTube versus on those plays. I mean, the drive back video is over half a million views already. I mean, that's that's great for only being out, you know, a couple months now. Um, so yeah, yeah, there is there is money being brought in as well. Um, now it hasn't reached that status where where we're uh, where she could like walk away from everything and just live off the residual spins from her music. But there's, there's a pathway to that. Um, It's just, you know, and that's what, you know, she signed with E1, which is now Monarch, I believe is the label. I hope I got that right. Um, Who is, you know, distribution deal. So she's getting on more playlists. She's getting, uh, especially in this area, some radio plays and whatnot. And you know, it's, it's work. It's not, very, I mean, nobody really does it overnight, right? There's a lot of a team effort that goes into that, but it's moving along. Which um, scene for you this year was like most difficult or fun or cringeworthy to do? Was it was it the um, Karen and Ray's vow renewal in the warehouse? Was it you know down at the Eastern Shore? Was it the dinner where you know where you guys are Man. and are yelling at Ashley and Ashley's yelling at you? What was like for you the most like? Oh my God, this shit is crazy. Definitely the dinner because um, Ashley and I were having a conversation and. Obviously, I mean, but here's that we we had all been well, especially Ken. So Wendy, Eddie, Candace, Mia, G, and myself had all been drinking since like noon when we got to the house. Uh, we didn't go to dinner until probably like nine or ten. It was late dinner, maybe nine. Um, so that's a long day, and it's just shots and shots and shots. So things. I was I was upset 
a little bit with myself for getting so mad at Candace. Um, and again, just because Ashley and I were having a conversation and, and she was just interjecting. I was like, no, no, this is not the moment to do. Everybody thought I was mad that she jumped in the conversation for what she said. But I just want, I didn't want her again, like I said, to, to have anything that she said be used against her. That conversation then started to go way, way left or right or whatever way. Um, and obviously alcohol fueled and whatnot. But as you saw, like I got up and walked away. I was like, I just, I need a moment. I got to get out of here. It had nothing to do with Candace. It was me. I just, I just needed to. Because I knew where it was going. And I was like, okay, I've been drinking. I know how this can go. I'm going to just take one. And then you see her come back out and, and we come back to the table and we're fine. Um, but that's us. We're always going to be fine. Because I, when she told me I'm going to be on this show, and then we actually became on the show, I, I was know. like, I need constant communication. Like, I've, I've got to know where we are. And so we talk about everything. And so you know, we're always going to be good. But that, that was, that was, it was tough to watch that scene. And even a lot of people who really enjoy the both of us on the show, they, I mean, they had some comments too. And you, what, what can you do? What can you do? I mean, we're look, not a you, perfect couple. I'll tell you that. Well, who is, I mean, you know, who is right. right? Exactly. I mean, that that's, that's one of the beauties of you guys putting it out there. Do you like the reunions or do you dread them? You know, it's always, they always sound like they're hours long, you know, they're like eight hours long. And I know you guys kind of come in or like, really, they're even longer than oh, eight hours. Yeah. The, gir- the girls' call time is usually like 6 a.m. for hair and makeup. They've usually got to be out, set, ready, like 9 or 10, depending on what it is. And I think this year, we the last question was like at 11.30 at night. So it was a 12-hour day. Oh, my them. God. And then, yeah. And so the guys, we get we get the call time. We get there like, oh, yeah, your call time is 12.30. Cool. Usually like around 11.30. It's going to be 2 o'clock. All right. Well, we're pushing it to 3. Okay. Nah, guys, we're gonna use it at four thirty, and then you know, so we get pushed around all day. Um, so I mean, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about them. They they can be fun, but I don't know. They're they're a drag. They're, they're just it's like yeah, like because we're there all day, just sitting around. It's like. All right, all right. So. We haven't seen the edit yet of you. You know, we've seen the, we've seen all the teasers, which are awesome. You think? Do you think you get a fair representation at the reunion this season? I don't know. I haven't seen any of, of the previews for the guys yet, so I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. I mean, I don't. I generally. I mean, I'll tell you. Uh, in the five, four years that we've been on the show, I think the edit that I've gotten is is very fair. Okay. Um, I only had one issue. I've only had one issue, and that was this season um, when they made it look like I was the one who who messed up the cars and tried to make me look as ineffective manager to play that storyline. That wasn't me. It wasn't they me. Did. They really it's not did. my job. It's not what I do. That was somebody else. And it was funny because they have right. They show Candace on the phone, and they say that she's calling me. Well, she's calling, and then she says something. Oh, well, he didn't answer. Well, she didn't call me. Because she knew that I was working and because when I'm doing my teaching classes, I'm on Zoom like this and then my phone is on Do Not Disturb with a nice top-down camera view of my stove so you can see everything that we're cooking so you don't miss anything. And so I didn't have a call. She's not going to call me because she knows she couldn't get through anyway. So I was upset about that. I was like, look, there are a lot of things that you guys can talk about and, and say about me, but don't make me out to be a liar and ineffective at what I do. That's, that's just not cool. I don't like that. But... Except for that's my only issue that I've ever had in terms of an edit for me. Yeah. Uh, well, you guys are you are amazing on the show. You you really are. You guys are great. I mean, of course, I adore Candace. I mean, I love all the women. Uh, there wouldn't be a show without the fighting. Um, I, I do too. I do too. You do. You. I was gonna say. 
say you you enjoy them like Wendy, Mia. You know they're the newcomers. You Everybody. like you, but you and Everybody. you and Mia have kind of gone back and forth on Twitter. But does that settle down? I mean, what, what, she was like telling you to toss her salad there. I mean, it's like what? I, so Andy actually asked me that at the reunion how I felt about it, and I was I was just like, I remember I, like she had been going on Twitter on Candace for like months right just going and going and going and candace wasn't giving her any response and finally candace had enough one day and was like look i've spared your handsome ass or, or whatever she said and me <laughs> me got upset and so she brought me into it and i was like first of all why am i getting brought into this and, so, and then i was like but clearly she was i think she was just trying to be funny and and i i don't think she meant any malice by it because then if she did i'm looking at it, i'm like well myron's was only open for four years so that means you were cheating on your husband while you were pregnant with me and that doesn't <laughs> make sense how's that gonna make g feel and, and so i'm just like and as i said it just didn't make any sense to me i didn't know how to take it i wasn't offended but i wasn't like well this is, this is hilarious i mean it was just like that's a weird flex but like, it just wasn't <laughs> get it. I didn't get it. Were you surprised by Wendy's makeover? I mean, that was kind of like, I mean, you're close with Eddie. I mean, that was kind of a crazy makeover. Like, I mean, she went from like professor to like hot professor, you know? I mean, it was like, okay, this is, you know, this is like. I had professors that looked like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, exactly. No, I, I don't. Exactly. Listen, I, you know, I, I have no, look, if that's what you want to do with your body, go for it. It's your body. Who, can t- who should tell you what to do with your body? Well, she's on TV. I mean, I think, yeah, she obviously wants to be as sexy as possible. It's no different possible. than most housewives, right? I mean, a lot of housewives have that second, third, fourth season where they've done something. I mean, they all transform. I don't want to call out any names, but. I, yeah. yeah, they all. Tra- Are you worried about that with Candace? Like, you know, one season, like season eight, you'll wake up, you won't even recognize her. Like, I mean, is that a discussion? No, no. <laughs> she, the only thing Candace really is like hell bent on doing is getting a boob job. Um, she wants to wait till after kids if that happens or whatever. But even then, like, I would prefer that she doesn't. But again, I can only make the suggestion. If that's what she wants to do, then go for it. I'm Absolutely. not going to tell her no. All right, I want to do some rapid fire questions. You've been amazing. You're so good on oh, that. Yes. You're great on the show. You, you, you're just like a Thank perfect you. mix of it. Okay, uh, so what's the deal? Are we ever going to see your brown dick on OnlyFans? Like, how long are we <laughs> ever going to look at you? I do, you know, wow. I ask Candace oh, this wow. when she's on my oh. show. What's the deal? I think you could make so much money. I mean, people are so curious about that. Do you get people that tweet at you all oh. the time? In the DMs, like, it's everywhere. And the funny part Wait, is- Wait, men or women or always, both? That's where I was going to go. The funny <laughs> part is I always thought it would be women, but it's it's like it's like a five to one ratio of, of gay men into women. Wow. <laughs> the answer is probably never. Probably never. People are Maybe so- Maybe like after I retire. They're so damn curious. I swear to God. Um, uh, okay. Yeah. Did you get to meet Nicki Minaj? I, I said hello to her, but she was very, um, she was very like to herself. Like even when she was taking pictures with the girls, like she didn't want anybody taking a picture of her. Um, really? But that's cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm. Like, I, I don't really, like, I don't, meeting celebrities and stuff is not, like, high on my priority list of things. I mean, she was right there. She asked, she was taking a picture with Candace. She asked if I wanted to get the picture. I was like, no, 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 you guys go ahead, but hello. And so, yeah, yeah. She's oh super nice, super nice. 
She, she's amazing. Okay, so if you had to have a threesome, you, Candace, and someone on the show, who do you think it would be? Would it be Juan, do you think? Or would it be like, you know, because how, you know what, how great would that be? How jealous would you make Michael Darby? You want to start that? Oh, like, wow. Michael, I've had a threesome. Oh, he would really hate me then, wouldn't he? <laughs> Like there would be no, that'd be the point of no return. If you have a threesome or even a foursome with Juan and Robin, Michael would be devastated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. He might be. He might. You know what? I'm just going to stick with the answer I gave before. So as not to defend, uh, defend. So as not to offend anybody else's husband or significant other. We'll just stick with the answer I gave earlier in the season. Chris Bassett, you're so awesome. Okay. You guys can go back and watch that one. Okay, I was going to say, I got to go back and watch. I don't even remember. But- it, was, it was a Karen's Love Brunch. Karen's Love oh, Lunch Karen's Brunch. Karen's Love Brunch. Oh, my God. It was, I said Giselle. I said Giselle. Oh, that's right. Okay, that's right. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that would be a great yeah. threesome. All right, we have to film this. I mean, really. <laughs> We're so happy for you guys. You guys are doing great. Fuck all the haters. Uh, you know, I say this to you in email. I, I love you and Candace. I love, uh, you know, you and I are on the same page. We like all everybody on the show, you know? And right, exactly. People need a fucking life, don't they? On social media. Just have some fun, right? Mindless entertainment. Just enjoy yourself. It's not that serious because uh, you guys have, at least they get so much built up on one person and hating another person. And then you see them in five episodes or the next season. Now they're friends. Like these ladies all move about and, and are trying to, it's conflict and resolution. And here we go. And we're creating a story. And yes, while it's all real, like I say all the time, we filmed thousands of hours for four months, right? Of footage. And yeah. it's whittled down until one 53 minute episode for 17, 16 to 18 episodes. You don't even get 1% of what we filmed. And you're making these strong die on this hill judgments over a TV show. Over a TV, a TV show. show man. Um, when Maybe. is your subscription bot? I'm really excited about the food delivery. When is that? When do you think that's going to drop? And what can you tell the name of it? Do you know what it's going to be called? I, th- I can't remember. You said it. Matt, Matt Apron. Uh, okay. So you can just a lot of uh, chefs on there right now. Um, Pat Neely is on there as well from Down Home with the Neelys. Okay. Now he's got his own stuff going. He's one of them. So yeah, I, I will be a, um, an ambassador with them. I, I've got I've got to get ten recipes and videos shot by the day after Thanksgiving because we go to St. John after that. So I don't know if it's going to be December because it's a lot of work to do between now and Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a um, lot. But definitely, definitely in January. It'll definitely be up in January, All right, if not awesome. mid December. Chris Bassett, so great to see you. Hugs to Candace. Sure, thank you. So happy. Uh, we'll talk to you soon.